My name is Eden Busani, and in this recording, I'm going to share with you my transformation that I have achieved in my own life, how I've gained my freedom in my life. And I hope that this story is going to inspire you and you can use this story to transform your own life as well. This is not something that works just for me or just for a specific type of people. What I'm going to be teaching you right now is something that's going to change your life regardless of your age, your gender, where you are right now in your life. And I guarantee this because when I was trying this tactic, what I'm going to be sharing with you right now, I was at the lowest point of my life. You can say that I have hit rock bottom. Um, that's what I believed it to be at the time. And when I learned what I'm going to be sharing with you right now, it completely, completely changed my life around 360. And I'm not even joking. If you're going to take this to heart, you can change your life around with the power of writing. Sometimes people underestimate the power of writing. You hear it so often, writing in journals, um, you know, take out a diary. I thought it was something that people was, that it was something that's so overrated. That's what I thought in the beginning. Every time somebody would tell me to write something down, I completely disregarded that. Because to me, it didn't seem significant enough. Until I tried it in my own life, and wow, the change it had made. My story starts from right out of high school. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit. During high school, I was the shy girl. I had my good friends that I'm still very good friends with until this day. But I was the shy girl, never one to ask questions much, never one to answer, um, to raise my hand and answer my questions or to volunteer in certain events. I was more reserved. Right after high school, I don't know what happened in my life, but something really shifted and I became more confident or, you know, I thought I was confident. I had more friends. I was very loud, getting attention from every direction. And I had slowly gotten into the wrong crowd, which I named my closest of friends. But this crowd really dragged me down. And before I even knew it, I was heading headfirst into this hellhole that I have created to, for myself. And I did not realize that. You know, as a teenager, you don't want other people's opinions on your life. You don't really care. You just want to have fun. And as long as you're having fun, that's okay. There's no wrong. As I was nearing my lowest point in my life, I started to realize certain things that were not okay. You know, I was, uh, I hit my 20th birthday and then I hit my 21st. And I was, as I was getting older, I started, I guess you can say becoming wiser because suddenly everything that everyone was saying was just starting to penetrate just a little bit. And then one day, um, certain circumstances in my life had led me to get this big bang in my life. Everything collapsed and it felt like it happened all at once. But in reality, it took, it was the making of four years, but it hit me all at once. And that's when my mother's very good friend came over to me and she decided that she's going to help me and you know, help me 
feel inspired and get up and try to start over. And she's the miracle. She's, I consider her to be one of my, my guardian angels because she really helped me see the light in the time where all I saw was darkness. I remember I was sitting in the car with my mother and I was just bawling my eyes out. It was a terrible, terrible time for me. But she was there for me and she taught me the power of writing. What she said is this. She said, Eden, you need to take it a piece of paper and write down everything that you can remember, all the negative things that you repeat in your head over and over and over again, all that depression, all that anxiety, everything that stresses you out, all those negative things that hold you back, that anger, that frustration, all of that. I want you to write it down on a piece of paper. And so at first I thought she was crazy because I looked at her and I said, listen, do you want me to actually go back in my head and remember four years worth of things that I don't even want to remember? And you want me to write it down? She said, yes. And trust me on this, write it down. And so I really had nothing to lose at this point. So I decided to take out a notebook and I was writing and I just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. And it was a full notebook full of shame and vulnerabilities that I had created in my own life in these last four years. And as I was writing, I just kept feeling these waves of shame and guilt of me writing. And it it wasn't a good feeling writing down all these things that you don't want to remember. But I knew there was a purpose to this and I trusted her fully. So I did it. And as I completed writing this book of shame, as I called it, I, I went over to her and I said, I have completed my, this journal. What is my next step? And she looked at me and she said, take this book right now and I want you to burn it. I want you to turn up a fire and I want you to burn it in a fire. And so I said, okay, I'm going to burn it in a fire. And I went into the backyard, I turned on the fire pit, and I threw the the papers, the pages into the flames. And as I was standing there, I decided, you know, I'm going to make a moment out of this. I'm not just going to throw the pages in the flame and turn my back. And I'm going to make a moment out of this. And I'm going to watch them burn. All of that stuff that, that held me back, those things that chained me back, I'm going to watch those flames eat and destroy all those pages. And I did, and I watched it, and it created such a powerful moment. It created that that moment in me where I felt I was transformed. It literally felt like I was, like all those things were just ripped out from my own life and eaten up, engulfed by these flames. And as I was standing there, I knew that I had been reborn in that moment. I knew at that moment that no longer everything that was written in those pages, everything that was that kept me uh, depressed and anxious all the time, I wasn't defined by these things anymore. These were pages of my past. And not only were they pages of my past, I destroyed them with my own two hands. And that feeling was... All I can say was I felt so empowered at that moment. I felt so in control. And it's something that I haven't felt in so, so long. That feeling of control. Because at that time, I felt the lack of control. My life was spiraling out of control completely. And so when I felt like I gained that control, it was everything to me. And And that's when I started. That's where my journey of transformation of spirituality started. 
right after I let go of my past. And that was the crazy lesson that I learned from this. I, you know, I can be honest with you here and say there are so many lessons that I learned from this fire pit, from this moment. But the two main lessons that I took out of this is number one, letting go is the most important and crucial thing before you need to move on, before you can ever move on. Moving on cannot happen if you haven't let go of the past. That past, that anger, that, that annoying feeling that you have no control, that feeling where you just are so frustrated all the time or confused or anxious or stressed and the list can go on and on. That is a metal ball chained to your leg that's dragging you to the bottom of the ocean. And I want you to just close your eyes for a minute and imagine this. I give this example often, and I know people have a hard time imagining this because they actually start to feel real-life experiences when they imagine this. But I just want you to close your eyes for a second and imagine that you are in the middle of the dark blue sea. No land in sight. And there's a metal ball chained to your left leg. And you're being dragged down. And you're losing air. And you're being dragged down even further, even deeper. And there's no way up. All you can do is open your eyes and see the light at the top of the water, that sunlight. And you're trying to reach it because you know that's where the air is. That's where you can get your breath. But you're being dragged down even further. And you're losing your breath. Sometimes this can feel painful. But the actual experience is even more painful. Your whole body is experiencing this. And the only way to get that breath is to let go of that metal ball that's chained to your leg. How do you let, how how can you do this? The only way you can let go of this metal ball is by unchaining yourself of your past, by forgiving yourself. Forgiveness is an act of love. If you can forgive yourself, regardless of what has happened in your life, to your life, or whatever, you can rise back to the top and take that fresh air that you needed so much. That sunlight at the top of the water that you're seeing, that's your forgiveness. That's the light at the end of the tunnel. That's the love that you treat yourself with. And that can only happen when you're able and when you allow yourself to forgive yourself because the relationship with yourself is even more important than a relationship that you have with anybody else. And if in a relationship with somebody else, you can find forgiveness in your heart for them, why in the hell can we not find forgiveness in our heart for ourselves? We are in a relationship with ourselves from the second we breathe our first breath. From before even we come out of the womb, we are in a relationship with ourselves. We don't see that it's hard to remember that all the time because we're stuck with ourselves forever. It's not like we can break up with ourselves, but it's a relationship and every relationship has its ups and downs and you too can have your ups and downs with yourself, but have an unwavering love with yourself and remember that you are just a human and you are not meant to be perfect. And if there's anyone in the world that needs and should receive your forgiveness, it's yourself. That alone will allow you to let go of that metal ball and start floating to the top towards that light. Start floating to the top towards that transformation, towards that self-love, towards that life that you want so much. 
The second lesson I learned from this, and this is the motto I live by. This is something that I take with me everywhere. This is what I preach. And this is what so many people have heard from me over and over again. And this is it. You can always, always choose again. And that's the truth. There's no one path in your life. You will walk your life and there will be many different paths you will encounter. Your power, your control in your life is which path will you choose. There is no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong path because every path has its positives and has its negatives. Every path has its own challenges and obstacles that you can encounter and you will because that's what comes along with this path that you've chosen. The question is now, how will you receive this challenge? How will you react? And if you don't like this path, guess what? You can still choose again. You can always turn around and there's another path waiting for you. But the point is to remember that you are never, ever, ever stuck. And this is one lesson I learned in my high school, one lesson that will be stuck with me forever. And I thought it was incredible when one of my teachers said this and she said, life is like going up an escalator. It's either going up or down. And in whichever direction you're on, that's the direction you'll be going with. And it doesn't matter, even if you try to throw the anchor down and remain stuck in that one place on the escalator, you are still moving in the direction that the escalator is going. And that is either up or down. The point of this is that you are never stuck in life. You are never just in one place. Time will not wait for you. Life will not wait for you. You are constantly moving whether you like it or not. And even if you want to throw down the anchor and pretend that you are not moving and that you're stuck, you're still moving. Time is still running. Your life is still going. All that's happening is you're putting your potential on pause, but life and everything around you is still on play. So you can always, always choose again and you can always choose another path. Never feel that you're lost. Never feel that you're stuck because again, there's never such a thing as stuck. There's only pause and play. Put yourself back on that play button and choose again. It's the powerful lesson of life. It's the game of life. And if you can remember that, you have won. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.